This is Live from the Table, the official podcast of the world-famous Comedy Cellar, coming at you on Sirius XM 99, Raw Dog, and available wherever podcasts are found. Dan Natterman with Noam Dorman, owner of the world-famous, ever-expanding Comedy Cellar, still going upward, Noam. I know nothing lasts forever, and I know you're all concerned that what goes up must come down, but we're still going up. Hopefully, Dan. Hopefully. Why are we still going up? Well, because you're opening a new room, and there's certainly no sign that of any decrease in, uh, in, in um, you know, the number of people coming here, at, at the very least. No, no. Things are, things are good, Dan. Things are good. Well, it's good to hear it. Uh, we'll try to keep that going as long as possible. Uh, Periel Ashenbrand is also with us, and she is our producer, and there's been some controversy over whether... That term is most accurate, but we'll leave that for another discussion. Let's just face it. She doesn't want production duties. She just wants to be on, on, on the radio or whatever you call it. Well, everybody wants the glory of the on-air you know, role, but somebody's got to do the grind. Give me an example. Work. I asked Periel ages ago, listen, I can't keep track of these guests. Can you please send me whatever link I sent you the day of the interview so I can review? Because sometimes I'll read a, an article like three months ago. I said, this would be an interesting guest. And then I'll just say like, Jeff Goldberg's coming on today. I'm like, who the fuck is Jeff Goldberg? Oh, yeah. you are getting into such dangerous territory right now. Well, he doesn't seem scared to me. No, he doesn't, but... And then yeah, she'll, yeah, wait, wait. And then she'll say to me, do you want me to send you that article? I'll say, yes, I've asked you to send me every every week. Yeah, what is it? What? You know what I started doing when you asked me to do that? What? I started posting all of those links in the calendar. Is that what I asked you to do? Listen, you don't even write back no, the emails. No, if it's in the calendar, so that's, if, if, it's, if it's in the calendar, that's good. Was this in the calendar? Yes, they're all in the calendar. When was the last time you ever checked the calendar? A- answer that. Answer that. Could I have honestly. a Werther's original. No, I check no. it from time to time. No, I'm going to have a Werther's original. No, I brought Werther's originals with him. Wait, 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 wait! Because the audacity is just unbelievable. Because I could send you the link, and I would never even know if you got it because you don't even answer the emails. <sighs> Pretty tasty, a Werther's original. Oh, they're, they're great. Oh, she sure enough. You know what? Yeah. I retract. Okay, she she right. put it in the she put it in in the calendar. Check all of the guests. Go back to the day that I got the email. Hey, Periel. I really. You know what? She's right. Mm-hmm. This is happening with some frequency lately. You notice that? <laughs> that she's right. Yeah, yeah, it, ha- yeah. it does happen. All right. So go uh, ahead. Um, Okay, so so um, by I the way, I just like to this, this, bask in my this, moment of glory here for this, a minute. This Friday, uh, I don't have any sets at the Comedy Cellar. I told Esty I was available, and I don't have any sets. I'm not asking you to talk to Esty on my behalf, nor am I really complaining. I just think it's it's just uh, something worth noting uh, that I feel like I'm I've never been funnier and never been more prolific. And yet, well, it's funny. She said, "Go ahead." So there's two possibilities. One is that I'm not more funny and more prolific uh, than than ever. We'll call that the delus- delusional scenario. Go well, ahead. That certainly can happen. Second scenario is I am every bit as funny and prolific as I think I am, but nobody gives a shit because everybody's killing anyway, and <laughs> you can kill with crap just as easily as you can kill with good stuff. <laughs> We've had this discussion. Noam disagrees, uh, but that's my position. Noam doesn't agree with that. Noam feels that the audience knows best. Now, my wife called me just now. Go ahead. She, 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 she. Oh, like, re- as a third possibility is that I just don't complain. And so, of all the people, of all the people that 
because there's a lot of people, there's a lot of new comics that need to be put on the schedule. And so since I don't complain, I'm the easiest one not to use. And again, I, by the way, I'm not, I mean, you, you, you probably think I'm complaining. I'm just bringing this up as something, as an interesting um, discussion point. Is Dan Natterman not getting favorably reviewed by, by, um, by whoever you go to for, for uh, feedback? You ask the wait staff, I suppose. Every now and again, you do a spot check yourself. Well, all I can say is this, Dan. Mm-hmm. SD uh, and I had our weekly meeting, and she said to me, a lot of people are going to be very upset about the lineup this week because I, there was a lot of people I couldn't give as many spots as I usually do because okay. there were certain, you know, uh, certain <clears throat> people that are seldom in town that she had to give spots to, certain famous people she had to give spots to and such, and um, she knew. And I got mad at her. Yeah. Well, this said, is an interesting discussion. I said, "Well, that I brought." What do you suggest? Because I felt like she was pressuring me to give spots to to uh, your name didn't come up to to other people, and I'm like, "Esty, we have to please our customers. We we have to give like every show has to be as good as it can be." I I, I don't I don't know what to do. I mean, you know, you you have you have to explain to people like that, that's the way it is sometimes because. You know, we have to do what we have to. I wish I could be more frank about, like, all the details. But And, and, and then I had, like, a, a private moment with myself. I'm, like, wondering, well, what is the right thing to do in these situations? Would, but, I, but I said, now, this is going to be offensive to you in some way. But I said, well. Well, that won't be the first time. I would say, like, no chef would, you know, serve... Not inferior. That's that was the word that came to mind, but it's not the word I meant to say. Would serve anything but the the absolute best. No, no chef would serve anything but what he expected to achieve the maximum enjoyment from the uh, eater, uh, from the diner. Okay. Because of some diplomatic. Concern now, may, actually, oh, Nat- no, Natter- no, may, maybe he would. The Natterman burger is off the menu. For but this then Friday. you try to explain that to the customer who say, "You know what? I, I didn't really like it that, that, that as much." And I guess what I'm saying is that the business, as customers, we all expect that we're getting for our money the very best product that the purveyor could have given us. And if we find out that they didn't, we're like, what the fuck? Did he charge me less? Like, you could have given me that and you didn't because, because you know, you're, you're dating someone? I don't or know if most people think about it that in that, in that well, level of detail, but, you know, so, certainly you want to give the best show you can. So, and, 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 and once you start making those compromises, it, it's very tough. So, and then I'm always spooked by all the clubs that were on top of the world the improv couch rising star carolines you know you can go down the list uh who didn't stay on top of the hill they just didn't they had everything you know once once you're on top of the hill it's not easy to to come down it's just not easy to take down so, so but in, in in your hierarchy of hello but, but the way they as I said but the way they certainly came down was through some process of overconfidence that led them to believe 
that they could take their eye off the ball. And the only way that uh, I believe in the idea of corporate culture and the, and the only way that um, I feel like I can keep the, the, the train on the rails is by just insisting every week to says, listen, I know I'm happy. I don't have to make those calls. SD. That's, you know, that's your lot in life, but we have to do it. Uh, so got to do it. Might, might I ask you when you, you want to give the best show possible now, the best show doesn't necessarily mean who kills the hardest because the person that kills the hardest might be doing so with jokes that everybody's already heard and you have repeat customers. So you want to be mindful of that. Also, famous people, there are famous people that or people that are relatively famous that might not kill as hard as a non-famous like person. Like who? But the audience gets, well, I'm not going to name names. But, you know. Then, there's then, some, I, then I reject your premise. Uh, the, but, but suppose <laughs> a famous person doesn't kill as hard as a non-famous person. Does the fame, the audience enjoys seeing a famous person. Yes, they to, do. to what extent does that trump uh, the killing? It trumps. Okay. Well, no, to, it, it depends how bad. I mean, to see a famous person just be awful or drunk right. or whatever it is. Well, oftentimes they're doing new material, for example, so they might not kill as hard. Sometimes, look, I, I, I don't want to name names and I don't want to even, you know, give a hint. Just give initials. No. <laughs> uh, but there are people that are well well known from television shows, but and that stand up might not be their main thing. Their main thing might be something else, acting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't. We don't have people like that. Uh, that that would not trump. I'm talking about famous stand-up comedians. Um, listen, it's it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing to do. And, and what about as I mentioned, my first uh, the first thing I said was uh, to to what extent do you give weight to somebody that's new? Because if you have repeat business, that matters. Well, actually, it was the newbies, as it were, that Esty was most concerned about because she was worried about them getting discouraged. Um, and that is a legitimate concern. But I reminded her that there was a time when we only had two shows during the week and three or four shows on the weekend. So, you know, it's eight, uh, 10, to 28 shows a week. And now we have, you know, something like 50 shows a week, right? So, um, I'm sorry, 18 shows a week as opposed to, what the hell's the matter with me? 18 shows a week as opposed to close to 50 shows a week. And we managed it with 18. And certainly people weren't getting that many spots when we had 18 shows a week. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I think we'll survive that. So do you think that sometimes people who have been around longer are sort of expected to maybe understand? Is that... Look, I understand. I didn't make it. What are you going to do? You gave me 30 years to make it. I didn't do it. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. But I'm just bringing it up, and I think, it, I think we, we provoked an interesting discussion and a very on-brand discussion. I've been dealing with this my whole life. When I, when I had the band in the cafe, wow, there'd be a singer, be supposed to do a guest spot, and then somebody else was doing better, and I just... I just couldn't, I didn't find a time to bring them up and I was trying to develop them, but I just, you know, the show has to come first. Um, I, I know that, that, that that's a grading. There's no, there's no proper way to put this where you can't take it the wrong way because the language just doesn't, like the Eskimos have 10 words for snow or whatever it is. I don't know if that's true, but like we don't have these fine gradations for the things I'm trying to discuss, but this is, not, this is no knock on you. I'm yeah. just saying when, like, let's say, who's huge now? Like Shane Gillis, mm -hmm. right? 
when Shane Gillis is in in, in the town. hall, wants to go on. Sure, I get it. I I, I complete. I, I got to put him on. I completely get it. Yeah. By the way, yeah. and I'm confident enough in my own. Maybe it's delusion. I don't know. Whatever it is, I'm confident enough. Well, in nobody my more own. more confident than himself than a delusional. Well, person. you know, uh, <laughs> look, I I. Uh, You're I not am, delusional, Dan. You're very funny. I'm I'm confident that I'm very funny. When I don't get spots, I don't think, oh, I'm not funny. I think, I think that whatever. I don't. So I'm cool with it. I just think it was in. I thought we provoked an interesting discussion, and it's a worth point worth discussing. Uh, can we introduce our guest? You can. Yes. Okay, well, we have with us Kruger Dunn. It's not his real name, obviously, because it's could like, be, could be. There's, a, there's a no because that he obviously the, the Kroon, the Dunn Kruger effect. It's called or the Dunning, Dunning, Dunning. whatever. Yeah, so that's obviously that's what how I know. I'm going to get along with someone though when they know what that is. Well, I googled it, but whatever. I at least I know what it is. I, I didn't know it prior. But to can I, before we can we before we uh, uh, introduce yeah. Mr. Dunning. Dunn. Dunn. Kruger Dunn. Oh, Mr. Dunn. I don't know if you want to give your real name or you want to stay no, Kruger No, I'd like to keep my day job. Fine. Kruger okay. Dunn. Kruger so that's interesting. We're going to get to that. Hold that thought. That's <laughs> what I tell you. On the, on the subject of coincidences, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of coincidences. Synchronicity. Like the, the guy, uh, Sicknick, who's died the day after he was a cop at the January 6th riot. Everybody was sure he got murdered by it. It turned out he just died. <laughs> like, and, and there's all these coincidences. Today, I was doing an interview a, 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 a television pitch for a show and we came on the call early before the executives came on and they were commenting you're always on time you're always early I said yeah I always come on early to the Zoom calls because you never know when Windows is going to auto update you never know when Zoom is going to auto update you never know when your computer is like you, like you got it you never know when some, I like to be there five minutes early to make sure that I'm everything's okay so I'm here everything's fine go the, the important executives get on the exec the People representing me do like a 10 minute spiel and saying, like, now, you know, I want to introduce you to the owner of the comedy store. No, I'm Dwarman. All the power went out in my house. <laughs> <laughs> right at that moment, right at that moment, all the power went out in my house. I'm disconnected from the Zoom. I frantically tried to get my phone to connect on the Zoom, but of course, if I was smart enough, I realized. Oh no, the Wi-Fi is out, so I have to so I have to disconnect the Wi-Fi. It takes a while. Sorry, I use cellular, but it's weak connection. And then the then the then the power um, went up. Then the, the the computer finally reboots. Windows updates. <laughs> Windows gets thirty percent of its update. Reboots again. Then I swear to God, I have that get it. And then okay, open up Zoom. Blah, 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 blah. Zoom updates. <laughs> Guaranteed. Then I got Zoom open. And the camera freezes because the Zoom update is not compatible oh with the God. fucking whatever it is. I had, I mean, this went on for like 15 minutes All of one say. technical problem after another, after another, after another. So these coincidences, so his fucking name could be Dunning, uh, Kruger Dunn or whatever it is. It could be. So go ahead. Now look, uh, there, go ahead. you know, the coincidences are inevitable. <laughs> this is amazing. Kruger Dunn is the producer of Humor for the Hungry, a comedy show where all proceeds go to feed people experiencing homelessness in L.A. And his comedy album, In the Moment with Kruger Dunn, is available on fulldork.com and soon on Spotify. I've never been in a marathon, but I have completed several marinarathons. I'll never be in the Tour de France, but I'm a legend at Olive Garden Store of Italy. <laughs> Tordellini, if you will. Okay, Kruger Dunn is with us. If there's anything we left out you want to say, go ahead. If well, not. he came to our attention because he wrote an article about us. I understand. So, so summarize the article. You can summarize your article. Go ahead. Uh, just basically that. Uh, well, this is my favorite podcast. Uh, really? I listen every week. Yeah. And, uh, 
It's also the first alt-right podcast I've ever been on. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> my heart is racing. I don't know if I'm ever going to work again. Alt-right? Yeah, I mean, you treat <laughs> we're, we're everybody like, fairly. Is, oh, oh and okay. I, <laughs> Thank you. I don't see how we're supposed to know who's better if we're not told. I actually, the reason I became a fan. <laughs> the shit uh, out of is, uh, Wait, talk closer to the mic. I'm sorry. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, I first started listening because I'm a big fan of uh, Mr. Natter. Well, somebody you, know, you say Mr. for, should I say Mr. Dorman? You can Ms. call me now. No, oh, uh, Dan is fine. Dan, uh, huge fan of Dan. So I started listening to podcasts because of that. And then I heard you say on one episode, uh, <laughs> when someone gave you a fact, you said, oh, I guess I was wrong. I've never heard anyone <laughs> say that they're wrong before i was like oh he's listening considering facts and so that's why i listen every week Just wow. yeah so so you uh, must have caught the one episode <laughs> where noam said that <laughs> no no i'm with it you know it's Noam a couple times here and there so the headline of his article was comedy seller owner bullies podcast community with radical fairness <laughs> by by kruger dunn the comedy seller comics table is a mecca for many aspiring stand-up comedians the elite chosen regulars performers Chosen regular performers at the Legendary Club gather there and engage in witty repartee, ranging from political debate to identity-appropriate racial slurs. Nothing can taint. Nothing could... I can't even read. I, I, I make, make it big. <laughs> could taint this Colin Quinian. <laughs> Nothing could taint this Colin Quinian version of Utopia. Nothing except the owner, Mr. Noam Dwarman. This cisgender straight man is hell-bent on ruining the table's sanctity through insidious ploys using radical fairness that trap us into agreeing to his harmful ideals of being fair to everyone. A typical Live from the Table podcast episode begins discussing road taxes in New York. Oh, we should talk about that. But before you know it, Mr. Dwarman has convinced you all convinced you that all humans are equal in capability except for in extreme cases in which help should be given socially and that no specific immutable characteristic of a person should be used to invalidate nor add extra credence to their claims. And it goes on from there. So uh, I, d I do want to say yeah. that, that the table, that the, the notion that the table downstairs is a hotbed of, of, of lively debate is, I think, somewhat exaggerated. Uh, Noam does most of his debating at other tables. Well, it, it has changed. So first of all, we used to do our podcast downstairs. We... Mm -hmm. We came up here, was it for COVID? COVID, just because of COVID. And because during COVID, we started doing video. And then we did not want to relinquish the video. That makes sense. Nobody why are you, why are you looking at me? Relinquish is, but anyway. Um, we could do video probably downstairs. I'm not sure relinquish is the right word. Well, why don't it's good you enough. Why don't, we don't you go ahead and look that up? <laughs> she asked why I looked like that. I, was, I don't anyway. know. That we need to get bogged down in vocabulary. We all know it. So I think we should go back down. Okay. And I think we should get the cameras down there. All right, let's go. I'll grab this camera. Uh, not, right. <laughs> All right. not at this exact moment, of course, but uh, I'm fine with that. I mean, it was what was good about when we did downstairs is sometimes people that were in the room would stop in. I mean, Chris Rock briefly, I think, sat down for a second or two. We had Amy All Schumer, uh, I think Sarah Silverman. In those days... If you were hanging around, because we were down there anyway, they might stop by. So you you could you could hope to get perhaps bigger names uh, that way. Uh, the the downside is Steve, uh, is Keith Robinson was giving us the stink eye every time we did it because he just didn't like the fact that we were occupying his space. Good. But I like when he would interrupt and yell at all of you. That was some of the best episodes. That was best. I think we should let's let's yeah. look. he's right. We should let's bring it back downstairs and. Um, it's also a vibe. I, and then the table. I mean, I, when I'm at the table, we still we still yell and scream at each other. But, but when you're not there, I I, 
I mean, to be honest, I'm usually not there either, but I, I don't think the conversations are typically, uh, you know, a, a heated debate. We had an awesome one uh, people a, a couple nights ago with, with uh, Michael Che and John Hamm from, uh, from uh, Mad, Mad Men. Men, and I was there, and, and uh, a couple of the— At the I mean, table or at another table? Um, it was Well, some people were at the table, kind of it was two tables yelling at each other. But okay. It still happens. Uh, yeah. But I, you're right. So, so go on. So why won't you give— so you have a day job somewhere? I do have a day job, yes. And you're at a very large company. But he, I only yeah. recently started like two months ago. And what do you do there? Uh, I manage websites. It's super boring. We don't want you, You're, a, you're a, a programmer? I was a developer. Now I, I'm a manager. What does a manager of websites do? Decide what goes on the website, talks to retail. I don't want to say specifically it's a giveaway what industry it is, but, you know, talk with the well, At least we know it's not real. Well, apropos <laughs> of websites, we can take you know, when's the new Comedy Cellar website going alive? Or maybe you want to manage Ooh, it. Ooh, new comedies. Yeah, 100%. So, are you kidding me? Now, you would <laughs> I'll think. I'll move in. I'll live here. You need a 24-hour manager? Let's do it. You would think that your political points of view wouldn't have anything to do with your ability to manage a website. You would think that, but uh, I'm scared of not even getting on open mics if I said a true fact, let alone big companies. They now, could lose a lot of money if I said the wrong thing. Well, how, how outrageous are your, are your heartfelt beliefs? I don't think there are. You read a lot of them in that article. I don't think they're outrageous at all. So, I mean, are you, are you like, you want to build a wall? <laughs> no. You don't want to build a wall. No, I'm not Republican. But but if you if, if you felt the wall would be an effective means of stemming the tide of immigration, you would consider it uh, no. illegal immigration. No. Illegal. <laughs> I still would not consider it. It makes no sense. But if but if a wall could, if you could be convinced that a wall would make it easier to regulate the border and allow a, 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 which border a, a, the southern border of the United States and to and to no, uh, allow for a fairer okay, the northern immigration border. <laughs> If it's for Canada, like South Park pitch, let's do. No, it's just it's a wall's never gonna do. There's ocean. Well, but I'm giving you a hypothetical. I'm giving you a hypothetical that a wall. Dan is a. There's nothing intrinsically bad about a wall. If it doesn't work, then it's bad. Right. But if it can work, uh, and 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 maybe it can't work perfectly, but maybe it can work a little bit. Maybe it. If it works for all borders, then sure. I, I still well, that, wouldn't want it if it was, why are you choosing one border? To well, that's the border where we get the most Hi, illegal Carmen. immigration, I think. Hi, Carmen. I don't okay, know how okay, much so is that, coming across. Well, so that's Canada. fine. So, that, no. so you you're almost seem defiantly almost uh, to the left of, left of center on this. So yeah, what issue? What is left or right? Yeah, what issue is your most controversial issue? What the, issue? If you, were, if, if you were to be on a retreat with the people you work with and you were sleeping, Talking in your sleep. What <laughs> what what get issue you in the most trouble and ruin your life and career? Please say it now on to this very. What might you? Project. What honest utterance might come out of your I'll mouth go, in your sleep that I'll will get you the most trouble? Low stakes as an example. Uh, in L.A. right now, I, I live in L.A. Uh, there's a lot of open mics that do 50% female performer, 50, uh, 50% female and non-binary, 50% male. They go in separate buckets for the draw. Wait, wait, fifty percent female and, and non- non-binary go in one bucket. So you could be fe- you could be female or non-binary. Correct. Or, okay. and you're in that I thought you meant and, but you're mm-hmm. a pro- programming those and it's and or. or. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> female and non. Yes. Female or non. Fifty percent female or non-binary. Right, and you go into this one bucket if you and or actually <laughs> and or yes yeah, yeah, yeah. nand yeah um, okay. <laughs> or if you're a male then you go in another bucket then they draw fifty percent equally but there's about. 300 names in the mail bucket and like 
15 in the other bucket. So explain to Perriel what that means. <laughs> Shut up. I don't understand why. Um... <laughs> I, I shouldn't have even laughed. I won't get booked anywhere in LA just for laughing. Very quickly, I want to loop back. Wait, wait, let it finish. I'm just looping in Carmen Lynch very, high, very briefly, but not in the middle of his thought. No, no, this is just a very brief. Yeah. Looping in of Miss Carmen Lynch, who has joined us. Carmen, this is Kruger Dunn. He wrote an article on the seller praising Noam's even-handedness, fairness, and, uh, yeah. So, okay. so, okay. and he won't tell us his real name because he's got a job and he's got con- some controversial views. I also changed it. Okay, that was it. Okay, hold up. That was it. That's, well, that was looping her in, and now we can go. I, go I, I, know I want to hear you finish, but I also know that you're obviously a very bright person. Hmm. Have you considered the video of this podcast? Meaning I look bad? No, meaning that oh, I know really, I look bad. I don't. That somebody might recognize you. Oh no, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think anyone I work for likes comedy. I think they're afraid of them, probably. <laughs> okay, okay, right. because we can blur you maybe. Oh, can you do the, one of those voices too? Like on sixty minutes? No, right? we're not doing. Well, no, we well, can. Just, yeah. We could. But yeah, no, but that, that would, would just ruin the experience. But we yeah. can get Danny to blur him. I think it'll be all right. I, I mean, don't unless he's like crazy. sex trafficking children, I don't think we need to blur his face out. Well, then he doesn't <laughs> want to give his name. Anyway, okay, so. Well, in general, I also, when I tour. So, so you I mean, I'm ready to down. take his, get the video, take a screenshot of it, okay. do a Google image search, find out. I'll tell you my name off. Air, if you no, want. I kind of want to track it. Yeah, you can. Oh, yeah. So, so, so it's okay. not a secret. I just so go ahead. So, so obviously, so if you're a male, you have a one out of three hundred chance of getting on, and if you're female right. or non-binary, but these are at major clubs in LA, you said, or at open mics or something. Uh, open mics. Some of the major mics, clubs do it, them, but no. they don't announce that they're doing it. No. You, if you know the host, though, you know that they're putting names in different places. Now, that's what still, is their rationale? For, oh, go ahead, Carmen. That's just still interesting Turn though, that, up. Yeah. that men still get 50% and women and non-binaries have to, so they get a quarter. They get 25%. No, or. Well, me. basically everyone in that bucket goes up. Okay. And then a few, oh, whatever. Because okay, gotcha, gotcha. there'll be, say, 30 spots. Okay, okay. So they, all right, yeah. all right. But, but what if, get, yeah. what if take it, it easy, Carmen? Right? I was like, <laughs> she's what? Latina, you know, so she has like a bad temper. <laughs> no, but it was. <laughs> I wish I had a temper. Um, it, I I thought maybe it'd be more fair if it was like thirds, but but never mind. How I about get, it be fair if it's just like all everybody who comes, yes, everybody who comes there just gets picked out of a hat? Is that really it's an unfair? Open mic. Like, it's, we it, don't even want to be there, really. We just have to be there. It's not so much yeah. that, like, it, it just, the, the fact that we, yeah, that we even have to do that. But then when you have men have 50%, like, it just didn't sound like they were all being treated equally. But that, I understand it. What, what is your sense of how the big clubs in L.A. book their shows with regard to diversity and having a diverse lineup? Ooh. Um, as a, as a fan of, I assume you go to the club. I would say it's super fair because it's almost entirely how many seats you can fill and how many followers you have. I don't remember the last time I saw someone that wasn't like you looked them up and they didn't have at least like a hundred thousand. So, so, well, that's interesting because Noam, you, I mean, book that way a little bit because we mentioned Shane Gillis. He's a big name now. So you will use him not just because he's funny, but because he's a big name. But generally speaking, you don't you you don't necessarily look to the uh, no, pay, social media following. I don't pay any attention to that. At but all. but but that is that is related to fame, and and you I'm do think, look at I'm, fame. I'm thinking about that. Um, I don't know that it is. There's a lot of people with big social media followings that that are not famous. They just have these niche things, um, and and uh, and that are also not funny. 
There are people. Yeah, but when I say Shane is huge right now, it's not just that he's uh, um, becoming more and more famous. He's also on fire, which is not the same thing. Like, like he's just destroyed. Yeah. He's got heat. He's he is, destroyed. and he's funny. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. well, that's yeah, what. Yeah. That's what. No, his his level of fame, if he was not funny, like he doesn't have, in my opinion, he's not like Chris Rock famous. So that just seeing him is like, oh my god, I saw Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. He's just becoming more and more well known. But if he wasn't funny, that would not. He, that would not tip this. It would not be. It would not warrant putting him on. I, I feel like people he, say the. The key is fame will get them to come watch you once. Yeah. And then if you bomb, they're not going to come back. Shane kills. Like good looks. Then yeah. they. Well, to give an example, like looks. Yeah. Al Franken used to <laughs> no, come. No, that'll always yeah, work. Yeah. People <laughs> never get tired of that. To give an example, Al Franken used to work here. You, you probably don't want to go down this road, but. I don't care. Uh, Al Franken, uh, very famous. He, he was a senator. Him. Yeah. So I think the audience got a kick out of seeing him. Yeah. But. And and you felt. You, you certainly weren't going to say no to him. But do you think um, that. Uh, that the that the audience that that he was killing hard enough to make the fame like you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> Dude, no, we we had a difficult um, we had we had difficult interaction with Senator Franken. Why he? Well, he also went long. Too. That's like, like, like thing take it easy, Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having coffee, but like. <laughs> You know, when, when someone's not killing it all the time and their set is yeah. long, it's... But were you happy to have him, despite maybe yeah. that he wasn't killing as hard as yeah. maybe... When he else. first came, the first night, first of all, I was thrilled. Like, first, oh. Senator Franken, holy shit, this is awesome. So, of course, we're going to put him on. And he hadn't been on in, like, you know, 75 years or something. So he, hadn't been, he hadn't been on <laughs> in a long, long time. I don't think he's a stand-up by... But he had I don't think he'd been even performed. Yeah. So... He had a lot of nervous energy. We, I don't know if anybody saw him that first night he went on. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of, you could tell he was excited. There was adrenaline flowing. And he was really funny. And he, he did around 10, 15 minutes. And he was quick and he just had that energy. Then I came like two weeks later and saw him. And he had gotten used to the stage. So he didn't have quite that edge. And he was doing like a half an hour. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then, now he was still funny. He was still funny. Half He's an got hour. funny bones. That's when I started seeing him. <laughs> I was like, half an hour. Yeah. It w- and yeah. then, but the but the audience was the law of diminishing returns had kicked in at about twelve minutes, mm-hmm. and then they were politely sitting through the rest of it. With with I don't want to overstate it. With with periods of laughter. It's not like he's he's a funny guy and he's a smart guy, but it was just long and slow, plotting a little bit, and then. Long and slow is brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. That's the worst words. Slow that might be it. the worst thing you can say it's about like I, I, I used to introduce a song, and when I had a band, I'd say, "This is we're gonna do a very we're gonna do a very slow song now, but we'll try to do it quickly." <laughs> anyway, so um, I yeah, he, he's very plotting. I wish he would do it quickly. So, and then there was a thing with the MCs. Now this is just this is hearsay. I don't know that it's true. But the MC said to him, listen, I, I just want to, like, politely, because we didn't know how to get him off. So I just want to remind you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the light at 15 minutes. And he says, hearsay, you can give me the light, and I'll get off when I want. Oh. So, That's now, that may not be true. That may not That's be true. It's good gossip, however. It yeah, is, and I heard more gossip. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Um, there was a certain comedian, I won't name who he is, he's very funny. He had to go <laughs> on after to clean up what Al did 
And an audience member slapped him a hundred dollar bill a bill and said, "Thank you so much." <gasps> Another alt right audience member. <laughs> what? An alt right audience member. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I like that uh, though. That's positive reinforcement yeah. instead of negative. That's good. And I mean, that, now the only reason I'm talking, and you know, I I don't say things like this, but we asked him for a signed picture, and he's and he said, and I I had some conversation. I don't even remember who I was, but I had some conversation about politics. Told him some stuff he didn't know. I had a good talk with him. And uh, actually, I found him to be pretty reasonable about politics. He, he was saying stuff that he would never would have said when he was in the Senate. And I was also telling him he should run against Gillibrand because, you know, Gillibrand's the one who stabbed him in the back. Anyway, and then he does a signed picture and he says, Dear Noam, thanks for the lean brisket, Al Franken. Which I took as, you know, like you fucking could be like it's a hack. I'm a, like a Jewish deli owner thing, you know. Isn't well, but I, I think maybe maybe he just was trying to be funny. It didn't trying. land, and yeah, it that's seem right. So it bad. didn't land. That's, yeah. <laughs> it didn't land. But but I don't think it was ill intent on his part. What does that mean? It means like well, is the that only like I, an expression? I've... No, it means like I'm the Jew butcher. But the, doesn't lean mean dry? Lean is to usually me, good like when it comes. No, to lean if someone said my mom's brisket was lean, we'd be fighting. No, that's, isn't that isn't lean a good thing? If you no, want it lean, yeah, people want he, a lot of people like yeah, it. Well, yeah. I apologize. Somebody wanted it lean. The point is that I think that was he, a compliment. He, no, it was not a compliment. He reduced me to kind of a caricature of a Jewish club owner. Like Spike Lee might have done. I think done. you're overthinking that. No, I mean, no, I'm, it, not, I, I'm not. Did you scratch it out and hang it up anyway? It's hung up. It's hung up. Oh, I think he just thought it was funny. A brisket, you know, lean brisket. It's a funny kind of. It's funny. You find it funny. It's just, it's just funny the way you talk. You know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe you should cut out that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just think you're overthinking it. I mean, I, I, I just don't think that. I think you might be projecting a but, little bit. But, but, but I'm, glad you, I'm glad you did. Because, maybe Dan's right. I hadn't but, thought, but I'm glad that you did because we got some really good stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's good stuff. <laughs> that we got juicy about. brisket would have been better. Yeah, a juicy brisket spelled J-E-W-C-Y. Yeah. That would have been Jewish offensive. too. So, like, what do you care if he's. You know, oh. it's not as if I was a black club owner. He said, "Thanks for the fried chicken." That it wouldn't be that. It wouldn't, no. be, it wouldn't be that overt. Just two, and two, he is Jewish. Two so Jews kibitzing, so for goodness' sakes. This, it's this one pod- Jew to another. Maybe it's like a funny thing. This podcast is really. I, I, I think that. It, <laughs> <laughs> thank God we have common here. Let's let's. Uh, we had had we had had some conversations. And it's a lean podcast, is what I would say right now. I don't know. This is unbelievable. I didn't realize he was Jewish. No, come on. There's no. all the me too. I didn't realize either. All, all the people accuse him. Did, did you ever see his act where he he, uh, he where he went long and refused no, 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 to no, get no, off no. stage? Where, where he talks about he talks about the town that he's from in 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 the suburb of Minneapolis, which is like the most Jewish area of Minneapolis. And he goes, the uh, the uh, Cohen brothers are, are are from there. In fact, a lot of Cohen brothers are from there. You know, because it's a very Jewish area. Right, right. I got it. Have you no, seen or listened seen to Al Franken? I, I mean, apparently not. But I think that you're completely like you've turned that little note into something that he he would probably be appalled to hear that you took it that way. But again, gl- glad you did because you were able to be more forthcoming. Uh, Every other comedian says thanks. I love the comedy show. Thanks for the spot. You know, the, I look forward. Yeah, to my he's trying to place. be funny. I mean, it didn't land. It didn't land. Is that when he stopped getting spots? No, we. St- I would still give him spots. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, uh, you'll have to deal with. He is funny. Okay, he is know. funny. Is uh, that outrageous though? Why? I mean, I can't imagine somebody would make up that he would say, "I'll get off stage when I want to get off stage." 
nobody makes anything up, but people well. change a word here, a word there. They spin. I've been dealing with it my entire career. Um, right. Maybe he also- meant when I feel like it based on what I already said. Like sometimes I say, give me a five-minute light. Then later someone asks, when do you want the light? And he said, well, you know, light at 10 and I'll get off. Well, isn't that, or he could have been totally just kidding. Isn't right. that why, yeah. Like the lean brisket. Yeah. Isn't, that why, isn't, that why, isn't that why Seinfeld doesn't work here? Because he, he thought somebody gave him the light. We think that's the reason. Yeah. He's just, no, he's been in since then. Yeah, but he's not. A, he's not. He's, he's at other clubs more frequently. He's, he, no, goes he's Gotham, he goes to Gotham, and of course, it's near where he lives. I think. But yeah, there was a thing where um, he thought that somebody gave him the light. He got off, and he said, "I'll never work here again." And we're like, "What? Nobody gave you the light." So uh, Tom Papa called him and said, "Well, listen, Jerry, we we can settle this pretty quick. Where where did the light come from?" He says, "Right across from the stage." And Tom's like, no, that's not where the light. The light's in the doorway. You must have just been some something in the in the light fixture because sometimes there's spaces in the light. Mm. Something you saw that that you thought was a light, but it wasn't. Because of course nobody would give Seinfeld the light. That's just mm. absurd. Also, if that happens, can't you just be like someone di- like why? Someone fucked up. Yeah. No, no, no. no, 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 no. We'll no. reprimand that individual. Well, yeah, somebody fucked up, but but it would be the height of disrespect to get Jerry Seinfeld the light. What if Jerry said, "Okay, I'll come back. In fact, I'll come back often, but I want that MC." Fire gone. Now, you no. would not do that. No, I wouldn't fire that. He would, but he would never do that. I mean, if he did do that, I might have to fire the MC. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, I would do my best. Um, so, and I, but what I think is that, and he acknowledged that it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something psychological that, even though he knows it didn't happen, it left a bad taste with him in some way. That is cannot be overcome simply by knowing it wasn't true. Like somebody who, like I know people who grew up kosher, and and they're not kosher. And believe it, they don't. They, they become Christians. They will not eat shrimp because it, it's just I'm like it's fine. You can eat or you can eat bacon. I they just can't. It, it just it's something in them. I think I, had, Sein, I think something's happened with Seinfeld that he got turned off by that. I had friends that would eat ham and matzah on Passover. Oh, well, your friends are... It makes no sense at all. <laughs> it's like that. It's just something that doesn't compute, but it's in you and it feels bad. They couldn't eat regular bread. Um, during Passover, they yeah. wouldn't eat bread, but they're yeah. still eating ham. Like, you're already and, breaking the rules. No, room. if we want to uh, make this podcast less Jewish, we can turn our attention <laughs> to Carmen. Or we can, Spanish. We, we can... Watch out before Carmen. Is there anything else? So, so you named yourself Dun- Kruger Dunn. Right. Tell everybody why. Uh, well, one is because the Dunn and Kruger effect is... I think it's the There's most... There's more than one reason? There's more than one reason. Okay, yeah. The second one's quicker. It's because I got sick of anti-Semitic heckling on the road because my real name's very Jewish. Uh, oh, okay. tell Dunning-Kruger yeah. and then the, tell us both. both uh, the Dunning-Kruger effect, I think it's the most important uh, effect uh, psychology in the world. It's the belief that dumb people think they're smart because they're just too stupid to understand why they're dumb. Mm-hmm. And that smart people think they're dumb because all their peers are super smart. Like a lot of doctors think they're dumb because they're not the best doctor in the hospital. But they're still a doctor. They're still very smart. So it kind of evens everyone out. And then what we end up with is people who are charismatic lead society. There's no big, like LeBron James walks in the room, you know he's an athlete. There's nothing like that for how smart you are when you walk in the room. You can look Jewish. <laughs> That's true. No, but, uh... That's why I wear glasses and have a big nose. I got, this was added. People get a, a <laughs> surgery to have their nose smaller. I made it more Jewish. I'm going I'm to refer to that. And the second reason? 
was anti-Semitic heckling. Now, you actually yeah. get anti-Semitic heckling? Yeah. Well, I don't get it. and it, you know, It's hard to say. I, I don't think you're more Jewish than I am. Yeah, so you're, you're more well known. known, doing yeah. better gigs, your name's on the okay, marquee. Right. Yeah. What kind of... When I just walk of... in a bar, like I did Scotland, every bar show, before I could even say a word. I'd be, you're not from here. Well, that's that's not well you're not from here. They ask for lean brisket. I get that. I'm not a Jew and I get that. That's not anti-Semitism. The best thing about anti-Semitism is how everyone tells you it's not happening as soon as well, you try and bring it up. But you're not it's literally from there. Happens you know, day. I don't know that that's necessarily no. anti. I had, I was. In, well, he, he, and not, then you know the host comment. I don't want to say my name, but he, I, I had a joke about being Jewish toward the end of the set, and he mentioned he's like, ah, like we couldn't tell with that face and with that name. <laughs> okay, like, but what if you said, but what if you said I, I, I'm waspy, and he said you couldn't, as if you couldn't tell by that face, you'd be, you, you wouldn't be offended. Is it is well, it is I'm it is it next? Well, do I look waspy? No, but I'm saying you're only offended because you perceive looking Jewish as a negative thing. No, if he said, "Boy, oh, that intended as a negative." If he if he said, "Boy, that guy looks so waspy. He looks uh, look at that those chiseled waspy features," you wouldn't be offended. Listen, you may not I, be able to tell by the blur on his face. He's a perfectly handsome <laughs> person, man. You know, um, many women have a Jewish do. fetish. Uh, you know, uh, the Jewish are the better. But, but to be fair, to, it's that go they ahead. interrupt the show. I don't want. I don't need a additional hack. like it's hard enough already to hold I would and get think loud. but him, is, hold on I would right. think that being in that room now, I don't know if his perception is accurate or not but if you if you see that the audience is more hostile to you right than the nice looking Gentiles so beautiful well, enough time yeah to, I then never, you get the idea what, yeah. I never s- felt like I was in danger it wasn't you know what I mean like in the south I would didn't feel like someone was gonna stab me outside or anything yeah, I just it, didn't want to deal with someone like I had a bit about tipping and someone yell, because you're Jewish, like in the middle of the bin, then I have to like, right, well, I just don't want to deal with it. But Sam Morell did get that thing thrown at him about it. Like there have well, been some yeah, comedians. It's not. Okay. So Sam Morell got a Palestine thing. I think. All oh, right. Carmen. Carmen Lynch, everybody is with no, us. She wanted to comment on this. No, I was going to say, did anybody call you a lean brisket? <laughs> I wish they had. No. Carmen Lynch is with us. She is lean. She is tall. Uh, her, vertically challenged. That's your your album or your special? V- vertically obese was oh, vertically my obese. album. But oh, no, I'm doing obese. a special. But, but, she, I, but anyway, she's yeah. here to discuss. Her taping. So tell us about the taping. When, where, how, June why. June 26th yeah. at the Comedy Cellar Village Underground, 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock. Please come to the 10 o'clock first. Because it's not sold out? The 8's already Well, because oh, the damn. 8 will sell more. <laughs> and the 10 is it will probably be a little more wild because I will have done one already. Okay. So And it's a lot of dark jokes. Nothing from Late Night, nothing from Letterman or Conan or Colbert, any of those. These are other jokes. Is there a theme that... Is this a, a, dark? It's darkness. That's yeah, it's dark theme. humor. And also, Carmen is doing a taping in Spanish for a special in Spanish as well. Is si that señor, uh, that's the awesome. Fifteenth of July in in Barcelona. In Barcelona, Ooh. and it's in the bar where my parents met. <gasps> oh, wow! That's crazy. Sweet. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. Um, we had Fabrizio Capano with us just a couple of weeks ago, who is a uh, also a bilingual comic, and we discussed that because. We, we seem to come back to this theme uh, often on this show. In addition to Asians uh, not getting into Harvard, one of our <laughs> themes seems to be bilingual comedy. It's an interest of mine, obviously. It's not one know. of mine. Go ahead. Not an interest of gnomes. <laughs> um, yes. How will your Spanish special differ from your English special, if at all? It's about 50% overlap, I'd say. 50%. So just, just translated jokes from the English set. Uh, yeah, but they come out differently. They're worded differently. Uh, they might be explained differently, just, you know, depending on. I also, I mean, I learned Spanish until I was eight in Spain. So my English and Spanish are very different. I, my Spanish 
sometimes comes out as if I'm an eight-year-old Spanish girl. Oh, okay. You know? And you so, might not have all the slang. I don't have all the slang, but apparently, of all the times I've performed, they carbon? like it. <laughs> well, huh? they, like the, right. they like that I don't speak perfectly. I used to try and fix it all the time, mm -hmm. and they were like, no, leave it. I would say the wrong word. I'd say something similar. Under, they, they understood the joke, but they were like, no, don't say it. Say your word. But sometimes the joke really depends on precision of words. And, 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 and you know, you want them to laugh at the joke, not at your bad Spanish. Not bad, but right, imperfect but it's not, Spanish. It, it's not. So, yeah, it's a mix. It's not that it's bad. It's that it's maybe more infantile sometimes. But that can be funny mm -hmm. if you're saying it. But, again, but, but there are some jokes yeah. you might really want them to laugh at the joke and not at your Spanish. But you're, I think you're separating it too much. It's yeah. like 90% the joke and 10% okay. the okay. way I said an, a word. Now, Carmen, getting back to what Mr. Kruger said. Mr. Kruger. Mr. Dunn. Mr. Krugman. Kruger's fine. Um, Mr. Krugman. <laughs> Kruger. Anyway, do you, do you want special dispensation... As a female comic? No. I don't, I don't feel like it was ever... I just want to get on stage. I don't need... I don't like when they're like, and our next comedian is a lady. Oh. <laughs> or she's lovely. She's a tall glass of water, isn't she? That you know? That's, <laughs> that's, not, that's, not, uh, that's just bad hosting. Yeah. No, but that... But I mean, why not just like... Just treat us like everyone else. Trying to eat healthier. It's hard, right? It's hard to eat healthy. Everything has to be like so fresh now. Organic. Oh, no antibiotics. Like so many. When I can't uh, sleep, I go online and I just read quotes. You know, like, um, what's that one? Love like you've never been hurt. I hate that one. Love like you've never been hurt. Fuck off. <laughs> what's the other one? Like nobody's watching. Eat like nobody's. <laughs> watching i don't know what it is dance eat eat dance dance no it's dance like you don't need the money oh i like that one dance like you don't need the money okay i thought it was um eat like nobody's watching for the longest time because i eat like no one's around i eat like messy i put all my foods together and i put it into a little patty and then I shove it into my mouth. It's kind of gross. One time my boyfriend walked in. He goes, you eat so disgusting. I'm like, you licked my butthole. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. Let's say there were five yeah. male comics. Okay. Male and non-binary comics who were booked. And the, the booker in good faith felt that. Let's say it was earlier in your career felt that, you know what, these are the five best. I think Carmen's great, but if I, if I had to pick my top five out of the 50 that are available tonight, I think these five dudes are the best five. Okay. And then and then someone said, no, but you need a woman. They said, uh, okay, put Carmen on. And you found that out. Would you say, you did the right thing putting me on because I'm a woman? Or would you say, fuck that, put the five on that you wanted Put me on when you think I'm deserve it. I feel like it's more uh, energy I don't need to spend. Like mm. it's out of my control. You're gonna do what you want. Are you putting me on or not? You're not. Okay, then I'm gonna go over here and go on over here. Yeah, I don't but need you're, to you're avoiding my question. Yeah, I, I'm asking like what? What do you think is like the right answer? Well, do you think that the booker has an obligation to say no, no? We, we, 
we're gonna. I we know that. I think these top five. These are the five funniest male and non-binary yeah. comics. But can't do that. So we're gonna pick Carmen on. Would Would you feel he did the I right mean, thing, or would you feel like no, that's belittling to me? No, I would take the spot. Of course, you take the but, spot. But, Listen, my kids are going to get their affirmative action, but I'm right. But I mean, it. first of all, it's one woman out of five, so you're you're not even splitting it fifty fifty. Like you're you're giving it to one, and I'm like, I'll take it. But I, I what but is, is, is fair? It, is it fair to the person who who didn't get the spot? Honestly, I don't think about that person that much. It's not even that I'm trying to avoid <laughs> your question. That is in this just, case, it's fair because Carmen's a killer. No, in this, scenario, in this scenario, you should be booking her. If you have four male comics and then like a world class killer, why wouldn't you? It, you know when it would her? be unfair is like but if he, he, if it was like not just a show, but like something important. And I felt maybe I felt like this person deserves it because I don't know. Like it it would have to be more of a big deal than like a random show but this you know is the I mean? this is the issue that it's like that's rarely the case that it's only the men that are funny like th that's i think the option that we but, were but, given but what's not rare is that if you look at the comedy center lineup it is not 50 50 men women women are what 20 percent of the lineup yeah i'd say about okay but so what percent of overall submissions is that because if a hundred women are passed at at your comedy club and 3,000 men are, then 20% is still well representative right. of 100. Right. Uh, these, listen, these are impossible <laughs> issues. Mathy. There's also so much more now, though. It's like, well, this person brings in tickets because yeah. they're they no, are we, huge we on... We, we don't do that. No, I was talking yeah, in general, yeah. not you. Oh, okay. But yeah. That's legitimate, too. Yeah, yeah. One issue I well, have but I do my show is uh, a lot of women that are funny are booked. For one, I, we went through seven different female comics. The Jackie Cashian was the first one I booked because she's one of my favorite comics. She got booked at a much better like theater gig on the road for it, and she sent a suggestion of other female comics. I went through the list of 10. They were all working. So I was like, do I now book the 13th funniest woman that I can get? or a man? And then we ended up being able to get one, luckily, but should we have gotten in trouble if I should not You should have got, gotten Al Franken. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I hear he goes long and loves slow. That, now there's another there's another element that I, we've talked about this that that you know um, the audience might want to hear a different point of view. Even if mm. the five men kill the hardest, if you put a laugh meter in the back of the room and and you measured the the the, the, the strength of the laugh, those five men in your hypothetical are the funniest. Still, there's something to be said for a different point of view, a different way of seeing things that might be interesting. To the what audience. if it was four men who are ex-police officers and a woman who is an ex-police officer versus the fifth one was a man who was a doctor and a lumberjack in his past life, which is a more diverse point of view? I'm not sure I follow. It's, it's not about point of view. There's different types of performance, high energy, low energy, uh, one-liners, long things. Like there's, all, there's so many different mixes no. of comedy. The truth is, I don't think male-female is necessarily... The biggest difference between comedians, it, it is there is there are some. Although Periel will object to this because she thinks men and women are exactly the same, there are some differences between male and female comics. Yeah, but um, you you can have tremendous diversity without ever. That's true, but uh, but but do the females in the audience want to see 
that you got to consider that as well because they're they're half your audience and they might yes they do they do want to see yeah. and and the diversity of the so maybe karma was not a good person was hypothetical like you, you, you in, your, in your hypothetical you said it was early in her career she hadn't gotten her chops yet yeah that's right that's what i said i mean i would just feel shame because i always feel shame it's just a thing where i'd be like <laughs> oh my god i shouldn't have gotten this i don't deserve it you know i mean i've been on a latino show where they're like you're from spain you shouldn't be on the show How and i'm like feel it made me feel like kind of like fuck you like it's all but he was yelling at me he goes well you're not from you're not latina and i'm like I didn't book myself on this. The guy booked me and asked me, and he's like, "Well, you're not. You don't have dark skin. You look white." And I was like, well, "Louis C.K. is from Mexico. You know, there are white people in yeah. Latin America as well. I don't know. Wasn't a Mexican I, president white? Huh? Wasn't Vincent? Vincent I don't know. Fox but there, I mean, white? there's look. There's Giselle Bunchen. I think is German uh, of German ancestry, and she's from where's she from? Brazil. 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 Mm. That's so. So there's people. And Adolf Eichmann, of course, was uh, Argentinian. <laughs> Well, but he was German, wasn't he? Yeah, but I'm saying his kids were German, but they born and raised, I guess. I don't think they were No, Dante Fox was, but, but was the, darker. But there, wasn't there a white... There's a lot of white people in Latin a, America. Wasn't there a white Mexican president? Could be. Was it, what, confusing with a different one? Now I'm going to get in trouble. So well, look, what do you think of theme shows then? Well, that's, you know, theme shows are, are up to that. That's, I mean, I... I, I mean, I, if they told you, if they told Carmen you couldn't be on that show because you're not Latino, that would be upsetting, right? But again, like, is it upsetting? Or I, I'm more like, fuck you. I'll go somewhere else. Like, why do I have to make such things such a big deal when there's like a million rooms? I'm not going to spend my time yelling. I guess at with someone. a Latino show, I guess there's an expectation, uh, even though one can be, as we've said, a a white uh, Latino. I guess there's an expectation, perhaps, for the audience expects a certain kind of Latino and yeah. Latina. Um, looked, and it's going to talk about being Latino or Latina. I mean, mo to, to be fair, like what? most Latino, I've done Latino festivals and most of them are very accommodating and very cool. It was just one guy who was like, what are you doing here? Lopez Obrador. He looks pretty white. I'm sure he's not. I'm sure. Well, he's got gray hair. Maybe when he was younger, he looked darker. But Oh, maybe you're right. Listen, the, see, the, it, like descending into this this way of looking at the world. I, I know people say that's your privilege, your white, but, but it, it, it's... Not something I care to do. And as a as a boss who has to make decisions, personal decisions all the time, it's 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 awful to have to like I just wanna call it like I see it. But you do you do uh give some weight to what the audience might want to see somebody that's a woman I mean that that's a factor to some Do you extent. gather feedback at all? Like customer satisfaction, or they can well, ask they, yeah, for a comedian. Yeah, if, if, if they from time to time, it's not that often. If we have a show that doesn't have any women on it, which as Carmen, I think, will, will vouch, it's, it's very seldom. So yeah, from time to time, it happens. I'll get maybe one complaint, and I'll write back. Look, this you're complaining about the show you saw. The show you think you wanted to see would have been worse because. The people we had available just weren't that good. Mm -hmm. What do you want from me, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that that's important, too. There's also a lot more funny women now than there used to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so. way easier. That's right. That's a very good point. It's way easier now. There's way more funny women. Way more. COVID just, I don't know what happened. They just, like, blossomed. And they're everywhere now. It wasn't always the case. No. That there, it was always, like, a, a you know, it was, great, it was great for the women who were funny because they got more spots on average than the men. Would you have, do you have shows that are all black guys? Uh, or are black people on the show? Uh, we have and, and would you? I would, sure. We have shows that are so like three three or, f I think even as much as three three and an MC 
So four out of six performers are black. I see that with some regularity. Yeah. Because because black guys dominate stand-up comedy. And it puts the lie to a lot of things because black guys are usually the the demographic that everybody is the quickest to assume is being discriminated against. But they get the most spots. I mean, they they, they are the they're like the Jews of the fifties. They're the <laughs> dominant demographic I'm, in stand-up comedy. Uh, so nobody seems to discriminate against them. Is is that really true? I mean, no. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, if you look at the the comics, if I were just to if I were to just Google now, obviously they're only ten percent of the population, so they're vastly over thirteen or fourteen percent. They're they're, 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 they're overrepresented more than, more than that in New York. They're overrepresented in comedy, yeah. but do they dominate comedy? Uh, that is to say, are if you looked up the the, the highest paid acts. That's the metric you want to use. You'll have Gaffigan, and you'll have Seinfeld, you'll have Romano, Hart. you'll have no. But I'm saying no. it's not that they're they're dominating. Kevin I mean, Hart, Chris yeah. There's, Rock, there's, there's no there's, there's, Dave Chappelle. Sure, there's a lot, but uh, I don't I know that they're mean, I don't know that they're dominant. Did the money? I mean, I, I'd dominate. have to Google that. I you know, dominating might it would not be the word I would use. All right, well, I would use it. They're overrepresented. They're overrepresented. Uh, yeah, they're overrepresented, and I think they are. Yeah, this I'm not saying they're there's only black males. But dominating, I, mean, I think Ali, like, Ali Wong is huge. No, but too. dominating makes me think like seventy percent of the top comics, the top drawing comics. They don't dominate it the way like in the NBA. All right, there's, it, it, we're not we're not talking NBA domination. Well, domination is not the word I would use. But that, we're no. talking maybe uh, Jews in in. Banking dominate. <laughs> like, well, that Jews don't dominate <laughs> bank. So you know, I mean, maybe, uh, there's certainly uh, you know investment banking. There's 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 a lot, but but commercial so, banking is but not. Theme shows aren't. It? I Anyhow. I find mixed shows so much better. Like nobody wants to be like, I hate those shows. They're like hysterical or hysterical. I'll or, tell you one comedy. Oh, I'll perfect. tell you what. The comedy is a very very big tent. I mean, if you look at corporate America. Mm. Any other industry other than like a show business generally, but comedy in particular. The diversity, there's no, there's, I don't think you could find this similar level of diversity anywhere else. Especially at the cellar. Although I, I think some of the other clubs are, I, I hate, I came around to this position. I mentioned it. I think some of the other clubs are a little bit bro -y. I didn't know Interesting. that. Interesting. Well, can you name no, Bob's name? No, no. But what do you mean by? Do you mean in New York or in the country? In New York. What do you mean by bro -y? Could you just uh, parse that for I, me? I, I don't think it's because they prefer men to women. Just that they, they may, um... Be more skeptical mm. of female acts in some way. That what I've came? Seen that what, for what, sure. what came? Well, Zarna is what you're. What yeah, you're what made me come around to it was Zarna, who was um, just destroying in the cellar, like destroying. Yeah, and I noticed she wasn't getting the number of spots that objectively she absolutely should have been getting all over town because there's no way she's destroying here. And right. and I'd see some of the. Other people who are on the lineups at the other clubs. Now, maybe I don't. I don't know. Maybe she just wasn't calling into the other clubs or whatever it is. I don't know. Something was wrong with not, that not picture they, to me. Not every club goes just by killing. Also, right, rightly or wrongly, they go by who they think is funny, who they think is hip, cool, yeah. who they are friends with, who hangs out there. Who they're managing in some cases, where club owners are also managers. I don't know if that oh, still goes yeah. on. And, it, and if she's submitting, I mean, if yep. you know, and if she has any, and if I've I've never seen her at another club, but it doesn't mean that you know she's submitting. Who knows? Broy may not be the right way to put it. Clickish could be. Mm. Clickish is good because so much of it is how social you are, and I'm terrible. I'm the worst network. I'm a huge dork. 
found out I'm on the spectrum recently, but I didn't know starting out in comedy. I barely got up anywhere. You're bisexual? <laughs> Not, that's what's, what's, a spectrum. I'm on the spectrum. Well, the spectrum. Okay. It, we dominate. It's, well, you all know the spectrum. Yeah, so... We, <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, I, I think if you guys would switch places, it would be... <laughs> I don't... Oh, I would switch no, with... Fine. I know you hate your career, but I would switch with you. I, 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 no, I just meant he should I, sit I, here. I you should sit be, in the middle. I would not be ashamed if I were on the spectrum. I don't think I am, but it's... You're not on the spectrum, uh, but, but you Look you, me in the eyes and tell me you're not on the spectrum. I don't believe I am. I, I think I'm on. Well, he can't. <laughs> I, I didn't say I'm the paragon of mental health. Uh, can you make eye contact? Or making eye contact, but I don't know that that is, uh, is an indication of being on the spectrum. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Uh, uh, so I, you were diagnosed with Asperger's or something? They don't call it that anymore. What, what do they call a, it? A Nazi doctor, I guess. Oh, okay. I just recently. Wait, that it, really is not a term anymore? Because apparently Dr. Asperger was a Nazi doctor. Well, what other term it. is it? Because I hear. I it's just that. autism spectrum disorder. And then you're. Well, some, how does it's that, very confusing because the only part of it, I, I don't like eye contact. Uh, I've learned to like, for like I'm doing, I force it. It can be awkward. Uh, is I have trouble reading emotion on the other person. But, like, if you're, like, over the top, you know, like, if you're crying, I know, like, I should stop talking to my wife. I'm upsetting her. If you're going to hit me, I get that. But, like, sometimes if you're just plain, I'll think maybe you hate me and I just, I'll never. It's know. like colorblind for emotions. A little bit, yeah. Color, colorblind people can, can see huge differences in color. Well, you're certainly yeah. high-functioning. Obviously, not supposed to say that anymore either. I just—they told me <laughs> I'm in the doctor's appointment. I was like, "Oh, is it high function?" He's like, oh, wait, "You can't say that anymore." I was like, "I thought I can because I am it." What's wrong with high know. functioning? Because it implies See, this is a good clip. Lower okay. function, <laughs> yeah, as opposed to everyone just being ASD, autism spectrum disorder. You're somewhere on there. So if I'm no taller than Dan. That's rude to Dan. You're on the spectrum of height somewhere. Well, you can't. No, that's. You're I high. Think that's but 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 <laughs> who? Say hi. He's low. Tall function. But yeah, you say you're not supposed. You're not supposed to say that, according to who? One doctor. I, the doctor. It was a panel of doctors. I, I mean, generally yeah. speaking, were they Nazis? I mean, well, if you think. <laughs> well, no one brought this. I really you know, hope we, not. I mean, <laughs> you know, sometimes you're not supposed to say something, and you're really not supposed to say it. Right. Sometimes one person says you're not supposed to say it, and no, I. I we're you know, gonna, I would say three, high there's, function. There's I'm three not tweet. Lose my there's career. three tweets that say something, and there's an article. People are set. People are unhappy because three people on Twitter. Telling you, the opinion. Wizard of Oz. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. This is what I think Twitter is like. Mm -hmm. it's, well, it's like it's like five, six people. They tell you you can no longer say committed suicide, and the everybody's like afraid to contradict it because yeah. you see this big. You don't know it's just a little dude behind the curtain. And then it, it actually spreads throughout well, society. Nobody even knows what it was, why it was, and we all we all obey. We obey. Pick and a new then word someone and gets canceled for, for saying something that's not even bad to say. There's very few bad things to say. Most people, first of all, there's bad intentions. You can, you can choose anodyne vanilla words and eviscerate somebody mm -hmm. painfully by never saying a word you're not supposed to say. There's very few words which, which, except for maybe the N word, but even that, which can never be uttered in a way where the intention couldn't be, oh, that, that was actually a nice thing to say. Or like people got fired for saying the N word when they were outraged at racism and they said the word as they're fighting, you know, an argument or making an argument how awful racism is. Oh, you said the word, you're out of here. It's, it's insanity. Can you say insane? Probably not. Not anymore. It's, it's low-functioning. It's low-functioning mental <laughs> me, something. All right, so let's play. Um, before we go, let's play You're the Owner. Cue the music, Nicole. Ooh. What's You're the Owner? 
Okay, it's, it's our new game. Oh. We should do this every week. So I got an email from a customer, okay. and then we'll go around the table. You can tell me how I should have answered it. Oh, I love oh, it. That sounds like fun. You, I'll tell you how it would have been, how <laughs> I did answer it. That's what sounds like fun. This is for uh, 7 p.m. Fat and very on brand. Okay. Dan Nat... No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My husband and I have been fans of the Comedy Cellar for many years. However, this time featured a long segment on the ineffectiveness of the COVID-19 vaccine. As a medical doctor in training... Wait, they talk about the podcast? My husband and I have been fans for the Comedy Cellar for many years. However, this time featured... No, talking about the club. This time featured a long segment on the ineffectiveness of the COVID-19 okay, 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 vaccine. Okay, okay. As a medical doctor in training, who has spent many years fighting the devastating effects of COVID and working towards vaccination efforts to keep our community safe, I found this distasteful and would like to ask for a refund. Periel. You actually told me what you wrote, but I did. I've kind of forgot. So okay. I can play. Well, I mean, knowing you. No, no. What would you answer? Oh. Get over yourself. You're so out. we're not trying to guess what you okay, said. But no. Oh, okay. So what yeah, you I would remember, do. Now I remember what you said. What you would do as the owner, keeping in mind you're running a business. You're Absolutely not. Like, that is the most absurd thing I've That's ever what heard you in would my write. life. That's what you would write. Absolutely not. That's what you would <laughs> what would you write? I would say that. It's ridiculous. If I gave, if I refunded every customer that was offended by something because their life work was like, you know, investigating like Spanish grasshoppers. Oh, don't offend me. <laughs> now, I, I will add that I didn't, I didn't write it. But one, one, mm. one thing I wanted to say was, you know, the, the comedian, I know who the comedian was they're complaining about was pretty early in the show. They stayed for the rest oh, of the yeah. show, <laughs> and then they didn't, they didn't ask for a prorated refund. I'd like one fifth. They were like, "We want the whole thing refunded." Yeah, I would say that. But part, I didn't. I, didn't I write would. That. No. I would say that too. And in hopes. Now, when it, you go into a situation, you have to know what it is you're trying to accomplish. What would you be trying to accomplish from a business point of view by taking that tech? Well, first of all, I think that you'd be setting a boundary and a ground rule. I mean, that person is uh, it, the the. The entitlement and just even like is is so insane. Like, why do you think? Now, this is a person of color, by the way. So maybe you want to rephrase that. <laughs> okay, Carmen, your turn. Do you know if it's a person of color? Yes, I do. Go okay. Ahead. okay. Uh, first of all, comedy is subjective, and we all have different opinions. We're here to have fun and speak our mind. I'm sorry you feel that way, uh, but uh, I can't refund you. Um, you stayed for the whole show, and uh, uh, yeah. I would say no, but thank you for your business. And also, he's trying to get his medical bills paid because, come on, get over it. Like a lot of people, it was a she, but go ahead. she. A lot of people, of course, disagree. it was. <laughs> a lot, of course, a lot of people disagree with with the COVID vaccine, but that's just where we are. Like and we all cares? know who the comedian is who disagrees with the COVID vaccine. Okay, Dan, what I, would you say? I would probably say, look, you had a bad time. I will refund your money because. I don't want people to have a bad time at my club, but I want you to know that I give comedians a wide berth in terms of what they can say. I don't censor them. Um, that is our policy. You uh, will find yourself in agreement with some of the things comedians might say and disagreement with other things. Um, and uh, that, that, I think, is the essence of what we do here at the Comedy Cellar. Okay. So, uh, I have one question. Yeah. Uh, how often do you at get asked refunds? Because if you don't get asked for a lot of refunds, I actually might. asking for a refund very, very rarely. Okay, now what does the high functioning Asperger guys? 
I was hoping to be the only one to say yes, but Dan stole the thunder there. Uh, I would say, uh, yes, you can have your money back. I'm sorry that you didn't enjoy that particular show. If you do decide to come back, please consider we don't uh, control any of the material of our comedians. They're high-level comedians touring no, the world. They're high-level. You can't say that. <laughs> oh, high functioning. They're high functioning comedians. <laughs> and if you choose to come back, please be warned. In the future, you might be offended again. And in that case, I would not refund. Now, was this kind of your like your like your chat GPT impression of empathy, or do you actually feel some empathy for this person? I f- I feel bad for that. I mean, why? I'm capable of feeling bad. Why? Yeah, I I just can't read. All, I have the full all the emotions. Okay. I just have trouble knowing what someone else is feeling if they don't make it very clear. I see. That's interesting. Yeah, like if they're crying or they contort their face or they turn red, I know they're angry, but it has to be very explicit. Interesting that both women said no. Well, and and it's just <laughs> unbelievable. It's you sat through the entire show. Yeah, you could have gotten up and so left. for me. Yeah, that's like eating 80% of your steak and then saying it was It's eating the whole yeah. steak. Forget 80%. You eat the entire steak and then I just you feel so why like guys, why would you still pay? Back because the amount stay. of money it's going to cost you to just give, because just the ticket. Anyway, no, price, who who won? Who but won? it's not about the money. Then everybody could say that. Yeah. You sit through an entire show. You watch but the entire show. They're not. He's saying they're that, not. That, that doesn't on happen. Average. That doesn't like, happen. Like, who would love it and then want your money back? And if they do, then they're probably hurting for money. And sure, have your Nicole. You want to chime in? Yeah, I feel like I double down on the swim at your own risk email that you get when you get tickets to these shows. I feel like you have to kind of like. You know, that's my. I agree with the ladies in the room. I nice, think. Nicole. I yes. like that. Stay you, strong. You, you, you said you do. You now. Now, before I read what I wrote, I know now, you gave them their. But no, back. from a business point of view, no. what is the smartest move? What would Carl Rove I, tell the? Well, I know what you would, I would say. They take free tickets for the next show first, oh, maybe before good. giving them money. Yeah, back, I. But, yeah, that's yeah. fine too. Um, I think that. Oh, we sold out. Well, we're sold out. It's cost the same. Oh, uh, gotcha. Listen, I don't like the idea of giving the money back because I do <laughs> think... I'm Jewish? Because <laughs> I mean, he feels it sets a precedent. Yeah, because thank you. Because I feel like it sets a really dangerous precedent. I feel like you go really out of your way to make sure it is swimming well, look, if, And wait, and one other thing. And I also think if the person had gotten up and left after that comic, that would have been a different story. Well, uh, my feeling is, is that um, it doesn't happen often. If it starts to have happen often, Noam can certainly change his mm-hmm. policy. Yeah. But anyway, Noam, who who won uh, the uh, the contest? Who well, I'll, I'll read what I wrote. <clears throat> <laughs> you cocksucking liar! <laughs> you high fucking little bit. Can I can I say the c word? No. Okay, that's what I said. Hi, I'm happy to give you a refund as I would any unhappy customer. So I guess the, the, the men already won. Nobody is more pro-vax than me. Now, let me just stop there. I know it's pro-vax than I, but I find it sounds pedantic <laughs> and arrogant to say than I. Wait, are you sure it's than I? <laughs> yeah. I thought I've it was than me. Isn't, it's in the predicate. Yeah. It's in the predicate. Isn't it like the, uh, an object pronoun? Then? You no, then I am. No, no one is more pro-vax than I am. Uh, so it would be Yes, I. but I get that. I, I think it's than I. But anyway. Whatever. Uh, but I, uh, okay. Where, what, what happened to it? Uh, I'm happy to give you a refund as I would any unhappy customer. But I do want to say, uh, as, as I would any unhappy customer. Oh, I skipped something. I, I got it wrong, actually. Start again. <laughs> Take two. Hi. I'm happy to give you a refund as I would any unhappy customer. 
But I do want to say, it's just his opinion, you know? Nobody is more pro-vax than me, or pro-Israel for that matter. (laughs) (laughs) But when comics make jokes that are skeptical of the things that I hold dear, I recognize that's America. And sometimes the jokes show how colossally uninformed the comics are. (laughs) Again, believe me, no business is more happy to refund any unhappy customer for any reason. One time I refunded a customer because she was offended by Ryan Hamilton's making fun of hot air balloons. Ballooning was very serious to her. Please note, I believe, the fir- I believe I was the first business in New York to require all its customers and employees to be vaccinated. I did it before I knew the vac- before I did it. I'm sorry. I did it before I knew it was even legal. I despise Tucker Carlson and the rest of the vaccine deniers. I couldn't be more on your side of this issue. But on the issue of letting people say things that I disagree with or that even upset me in a comedy club, not so much. I hope the other comics you saw were good. Jennifer will arrange a refund on Tuesday. No, that's what I wrote. So wow. none of us won because none of us guessed political diatribe. Yeah. So, well, I think that that was much better. Oh, the winner. Than my I know. Idea. I like that answer. Yeah, that that was much better that than my perfect. idea. So now, what's interesting is what happened here, and it happens every time. I every time. I told you. Now, usually, I I always take it from customers because I know there's no percentage in shooting back unhappy. Mm-hmm. The they become your customer for life. They appreciate it. There's like it's it's so smart just to give them from time to time. I feel like to either they got so under my skin or they were disrespectful or to give the refund is is acknowledging something that I really don't want to acknowledge. I I I, I push back on the customer as I did here, and I push back harder in the past. But this was still they always back down. They always well, they want it to be heard. Really, they I think o- my, people want to be heard, and, and she felt heard, and that was enough. Yeah, so she, she wrote back, back the to her credit. Now, there's always to their credit that they backed down. It means that they they were actually coming. I'm always impressed by that because actually they weren't. They were better people and more thoughtful people than you would have thought mm-hmm. from the initial email. And this happened with Louie, too when I would answer with these horrible emails again. He was like, "Oh, I hadn't thought of that." You know, um, thank you for your response. I understand it's his opinion. And that everyone is entitled to their own. I'm rarely offended by anything comics say. Just at this time, it hit too close to home. We did enjoy the rest of the evening mm-hmm. and will continue to support the comedy zone. And right. we don't want a refund anymore? Or did she take the refund? Uh, she, she's. I, I told her I was going to give her the refund. I, I, they didn't well, have a good, I mean, if no, she no, actually I, had the amount of integrity that you're crediting No, but they didn't with, have a good time. I'm happy to give them a the refund. Did, she she did, just though. said she, she had a good time. Did. Okay, you're right. You're right. Is there, is there ever... Twice in one show! <laughs> Noam! <laughs> you know, let me finish. <laughs> that kind of makes sense, because like, if there's turbulence on a plane flight, you don't get the money back, even though 10% of it wasn't enjoyable, if overall it was a good time. I, I think I know what you're trying to say. I don't know if that was the <laughs> well, best analogy. But is there ever anyone where you're like, no, I'm sorry? If, 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 you, if you eat a steak and there's a moldy spot in one five percent of it and you cut around it they don't charge you for 95 percent of the steak right right you the get a different thing yeah. yeah no really finish what you were going so to you, say. somebody asked you know is there ever a, i think karma is there ever a time where you just say no refund sorry. no refund for you no like what would have to happen Ooh, that's a great question uh almost never well nobody ever asks for the refund i usually offer the refund my attitude has been for a long time now that in, in i've said this on a show most products you buy, if you don't like it, you can return it. And you mm. can't really return a show 
But but analytically, I don't mind considering it the same thing. I, I gave them the show. They didn't like it. So I'm going to give them their money back. Now, she's right. If if it gets crazy, if people hear this thing and it gets out of control, I might have to revisit that policy. Right now, I, I don't think most people are, are going to, you know, that, I don't think that's, they're going to turn that against me. However, L.L. Bean used to have the same policy. They right, used to mm-hmm. return it. Life, lifetime yep. money-back guarantee. And then when the Internet really became ubiquitous, word got out to other communities besides mm-hmm. the local main, you know, Whatever, whatever you call those people, um, but they're they're like the, the New England, like like very upright. You know, they're not like Hasids, and <laughs> they're and, called uh, wasps. Is the word you're looking wasps, for? Wasps, whatever it is. So it, what worked? What they what LLB could do in that community, it could not do with the nation at large, mm. because so many people started taking advantage of it that they had to rescind that policy, and that's sad. And maybe I'd have to rescind it. if you go to Maine. I told you were in Maine. There's parking lots there that just have the, the the price list by the hour and a box with a slit in it, and it's the honor system. Mm-hmm. You pay however long you park. I, they don't have an attendant. I think very few people would have the temerity to enjoy a show and then say, "I didn't enjoy giving my money back." I'm sure there are people that would do that. I I agree with you that even if you, I, I just agree that most people would not have that kind of temerity. Um, Look, and, and I'll go beyond that. Very often they'll complain about the staff or somebody somebody did to them. This has really gone down now. And everyone who works for me would take their staff side. Mm-hmm. It's not true, you know, because blah, 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 blah. Every time that I've done a deep dive looking into what the customer complained about, the customer was right. Mm-hmm. Every single time, not once, did I catch a customer making up details. I remember saying, like, to one of them, uh, someone's like, what is this, customer a novelist? Who could make up this level of detail in a complaint <laughs> <laughs> on a Google review? Like, like who? Like, this is just genius, you know? And then he said this, and I said this. Yes, they might spin it. They might exaggerate to some degree. Everybody on every side of every story spins it because they don't want to take any chances with convincing the other people. It's- but there have been times, actually, now my a lot of the employees wear security cameras. I mean, uh, yeah, body cams. Body cams. Mm. There have been times when the complaint understated it. When the, when I when I saw what actually the customer the, the employee did, it was worse than what the customer described. So I'm totally on the customer's side now. And since I've taken this really hard attitude with the with the staff about this, we have cut our complaints down by like 85 percent. Wow! Because the staff is petrified now of of looking at a customer the that's wrong way. That's what you want your workers to be terrified well, all know, day. That's because you're you're filtering. <laughs> and I'd have to fire anybody. Nobody nobody's ever been fired about this. Mm. They're just they're just living in fear. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? They're paid to be polite to yeah. cut. They this shouldn't be harassing people. This is this is exactly this is always and this is the double standard that it, this is human. Whenever you sit at a restaurant, a waitress is a little bit like, "Fuck this! Why I can't." But then all of a sudden, when you know the way, I can't believe the boss yelled no. at you. Yeah, no, 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 yep. that's that's fine. You're you're right about that. But this this is irking me a little bit because this customer. Well, she, she's we, not telling you that. Perielle does her own shows, and one time she had a no, customer. No, 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 you, who, let me. She had a customer who couldn't figure out the Zoom link, 
and she apparently sent the right link, but the customer, the technical difficulty, whatever it is, the customer asked for the money back, and Periel didn't want to give the customer her money back. I said, Periel, give them their fucking money back. Actually, they didn't even watch the show. Exactly they tried. She's like, it's their fault. I gave them a perfectly good Zoom link. I if they couldn't figure out, you finally did because I... No, I didn't give oh, them their money uh, back. It was a perfect... You showed them. They 300 never, they never people watched could figure out how to use the Zoom link. <laughs> they were a man. Yeah, they're probably wrong. It, yeah, it was. It Any, was a man. I mean, maybe... That was that, terrible, Periel. Why well, offer them free <laughs> tickets to the next show and maybe you're right. their fucking money maybe, back maybe they didn't even right. watch a show okay but in this case this person admitted to enjoying the rest of the show so mm-hmm. wouldn't they have more integrity to write you back to that email and be like you know what you're right you're right um that did bother me i didn't like it but i'm an adult and i'm gonna be okay but i think no and looking wh- at it in utilitarian like it's not about whether it's right or wrong, which is going to make his business more money over time. And that is avoiding a hundred bad Yelp reviews. One angry person can get 30 of their friends to go leave a one-star review on Yelp. It's he, not that hard. He's, he's, he's partially, he's right about that, but this, this only partial. I believe there is such a thing as corporate culture. Corporate culture is a huge uh, discerning influence in businesses that do well in business that, businesses that don't. The staff knows that I take our proper behavior so seriously that I refund customers almost, almost without question. This is, I put my money where my mouth is. And at the point where I start slicing and dicing and rationalizing, in my opinion, well, we're going to refund this one, not refund that one. It looks like I'm worried about the money. And I don't want that to filter down to the staff. I want the I want the staff to, to see that from the top, all we care about, the only thing, there are no competing concerns. All we care about is that people are happy. And we don't hold it against them, why they weren't happy. Who, we're not saying it's our fault. We just want people to be happy. You weren't happy. This is my place with my name on it. You weren't happy. I don't need your money. That's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Don't, I don't want money from anybody who feels that I'm keeping it against their will. They don't need to be right. I don't want it. I can afford it. I don't want it. That's how I feel about it. Okay, well, I think that's a good place to wrap things up, um, if that's okay. Can yep. I just say I'm a big fan of Nicole before we go? Well, you, you can do an say that. Excellent job. Just very quickly, yeah. did you come to New York to do this show? Or you? I here? did, yeah. Oh, wow, that's a You flew from L.A. here? Yeah. I mean, I have family here, and oh. my dad lives in he, Connecticut, he, um, so it's he, nice uh, to see Was your dad there. happy to see you? Uh, yeah. Could course. you tell? I, I, I did tell him I was going on Alan Dershowitz's <laughs> podcast, though. To, oh, you did? He <laughs> had not heard of the comedy show. So. Well, we thank Kruger Dunn. We will thank find out his real me. name after the show. It's probably like Garfinkel or something, because he said it was very Jewish. So I'm guessing Horowitz or Garfinkel. Uh, I could I'm saying, be wrong. I'm saying Iceberg or Goldberg or something. Iceberg. <laughs> uh, we thank Carmen. Let's Carmen just briefly again tell us about your, you know, when when they can, when, where thank your you, taping is happening. Thank you, Dan. June 26th, Comedy Cellar Village Underground, 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock. Get your tickets now at Carmen Comedian. It's the link in my bio. Thank uh, you. But she'd prefer you come to the 10 o'clock show yes. if you have a choice. Did yeah. you ever have the temptation to say, Carmen, 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 Carmen Comedian? That's how, that's <laughs> how I picked it. I was oh, like, that's Carmen, <laughs> everybody says that. But I thought it too. It was like Carmen Chameleon, Carmen Comedian. Oh, I I didn't even think of that. That's great. Uh, we even when I said Carmen, 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 Carmen. No, then I got it, but I didn't get it when she said <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Peril Ashenbrand, our producer, uh, bringing her unique style to uh, the show, as she always does. And uh, 
Of course, Nicole Lyons making it all happen behind the scenes. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.